Welcome back to the NBA's most valuable podcast. The coronavirus has officially hit the sports world. The NBA announced that regular season games have been postponed until further notice due to Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz Center, testing positive for coronavirus. At a media conference, he was seen touching microphones and It was also reported that he was joking around with players, touching them and their belongings, according to Adrian Wojnarowski. And as of the day we're recording this, March 12th, Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz guard, has also tested positive for coronavirus. Other leagues have been impacted, including the NHL, who have decided to postpone all their games. The MLB has decided to delay opening day until further notice. And uh, in other news, the Nevada Athletic Sport Commission has also decided to cancel all upcoming fights due to the coronavirus. So, Jeff, obviously this is something that's unprecedented in the sports world almost. We've seen lockouts before in the NBA. The last one was in 2011. But we've never seen the NBA effectively get postponed or even potentially canceled due to a virus like this. So I just want to ask you to start out. What was your reaction to the news last night? So we are in uncharted territory. Um, first of all, we we were in a hiatus uh, due to schoolwork and sicknesses and illnesses. Yeah. And on a side note, I did I did not have the coronavirus, but I had a pretty bad set of the flu for the last two weeks. So I quarantined myself and kept myself from activities, which I would recommend you do if you're listening and you are feeling sick. But, um, yeah, we've been on a little bit of a hiatus as a podcast. Um, And, of course, we had a lot of things we could have been talking about um, in terms of the NBA world. Um, But then this bombshell happened. And one of the things that we talked about um, and what I've read about is how much of a bombshell this is, how historic this is. Um, As John said earlier, you know, when we think about stoppages of regular season play uh, we think about lockouts um, and in those situations it's more of a, just greed in terms of money Collective and bargaining, bargaining um, one side versus the other but in this situation this is a public health issue this is a world issue this is a human issue um, and with all the things that are going on in the world people look to sports as a way to distract themselves from what's going on in the world and now if you're in the sports world you've had a reality check you've seen what can happen what's happening in the world you understand how serious this issue is it's invaded our bubble it's almost like if you weren't aware of coronavirus now or covid19 you know now you know what it's what how serious it can be i was watching undisputed um skip bayless Uh, was able to talk about this issue beautifully in that, you know, we don't realize what's going on in the world until we have a face that is familiar being affected. Um, So yesterday, you know, not only did we see Rudy Gobert affected, um, also in the entertainment side, we saw Tom Hanks and his wife uh, also be affected in Australia. and with those two or three people who many people are aware of, um, and it's a sad reality, that's the wake-up call for a lot of people. 
And that's when people are finally understanding, wow, like this is actually a serious issue. And I think the important thing to distinct is that, number one, it's it's different between being aware of it and like spreading fear. So we're not at all trying to say that we're in like, you know, a world ending scenario. You got to like stock up on everything, blah, blah, blah. What we're saying is you ne- the important thing is you need to be aware. You need to be aware that this is a thing and you need to practice good hygiene. You need hmm. to wash your hands. You need to cough in your sleeve or sneeze in your sleeve. You need to sanitize your hands. And that's the problem, I think, is that people weren't taking it seriously enough. And then you've got Rudy Gobert, who everybody's probably seen the video by now of him just touching up all the microphones in the press conference because he was joking that coronavirus isn't really like, you know, that serious. And then long and behold, he contracts the virus for himself. And it's not a funny issue. It's it's not something that you can joke around with. And I think he realized that with his apology that he posted on Instagram. He was aware and he, he hopes that his situation can be used as, as a, an example, right? A piece of education. Yeah. Because yes. if you think about it, his decision to do that can impact so many different people. The Jazz played the Raptors on Monday and, you know, OG got into a scuffle with him, mm-hmm. right? They exchanged like elbows or whatever, but they made contact and he probably made contact with a lot of players on the Raptors team. And he's obviously been in close quarters with his teammates and Donovan Mitchell is, has it too. And you also try to think where where else could this have gone to? Mm-hmm. You talk about the plane that they used. I think the Jazz and the Magic may have used the same plane as, or sorry, the Celtics and the Magic have used the same plane as the Jazz in the last like couple days. So you think of that too. And it's not just the players you think about, you think about the people, the people mm-hmm. that could be affected. So these players obviously go home to their families, right? And luckily I think the Raptors, they quarantined themselves before making contact with anyone else. So let's hope that they didn't come into contact with their families. But for the people that are just finding out about this like yesterday or a couple days ago, and they already contacted their, or been in contact with family, that could have a lot of implications too. I think this situation is, can be used as a perfect example of a test of humanity. Um, I think, you know, based on like, you know, we don't know much about the situation still. It's still, still evolving. Obviously developing very fast. Yes. Um, and, you know, based on, we've seen the numbers, done some research, you know, about how this is compared to like the regular flu. Um, and are there also people who are still skeptical, skeptical about this, the, the, the virus itself? Mm-hmm. Um, throughout the, for the next few weeks, we'll see how the, the world reacts, how people treat each other. Um, I understand that like for people, you know, we think that like, especially younger people who think that like, yes, even though we all have pretty good immune systems and we might not be as fearful, I think we should also be empathetic for people who, you know, unfortunately have weaker immune systems and who are, who are more vulnerable to those illnesses 
elderly people, younger people. Um, I believe that I saw a news headline today that an infant um, boy uh, contracted the virus in Ontario. And it's it's a really tough time, and we'll see how humans react to the situation. I think the NBA also did a great job of just deciding to cancel the season mm-hmm. for for until further notice anyway. They were going to go with a situation where they no, would play no, games with yeah. no fans. No fans. I no think Golden State Warriors were the first team to do. They were actually going to do it tonight. Playing, yeah, it was going to be tonight. But now that the season's done, or for now, within anyway. the hour of them finding out that Rudy Gobert contracted it, they immediately took action. And I think they set a precedent in the sports world because you see the NHL following the same decision that the NBA did. The MLS, the MLB, MLB, yep. Um, and even just in general, they've they set a precedent for a lot of other areas that aren't in not. Um, affiliated with sports right because you got like a lot of events being canceled now like i can't i can't count all the emails or notifications i've gotten today of events that were just like in my email box that were supposed to happen in the next couple weeks they've been canceled there are governments um local governments in around the united states where they cannot they they've banned the the grouping of more than i believe a thousand people Mm -hmm. that's yeah that's a number i've seen too I think Ontario is saying they're cautioning against group gatherings of like a thousand people. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you've also got the school boards here in Ontario. Um, They've canceled school like two weeks after March break. So they're going to be three weeks out of school now. And you just wonder like how much more crazy can it get? Because right now it's like everybody's panicking and you even go to the grocery store right now. And I, I, I realize as I'm saying, this is a sports podcast, but you look at people now, they're panicking. They got, they're panic buying toilet paper. They're panic buying sanitizer. Got people stocking up on canned goods. You know, me and Jeff are having a conversation earlier. He's probably going to go to Walmart and pick up some stuff. But Just a few supplies. <laughs> see, it's not even that it's about the panic in terms of like him and me. We're, we're not panicking. But the thing is, is that if everybody's going to buy all this stuff, then there's going to be a shortage regardless. It's a level of precaution that we have to take, you know? Um, I always say it's it's better to be safe than sorry, you know? Like, I was having a conversation in one of my group chats for an organization I'm affiliated with, um, CUFSA, Carleton University Filipino Students Association. And there's this gala that's being held tomorrow. It's called the Subtle Asian Gala. Mm-hmm. And... There was a conversation in that group chat that's planning the gala saying, like, maybe we should cancel it. But other people are saying it's too late to cancel and we're going to lose out on money. And if you ask me, it can be it can be reckless to have events like that in these times just because not everybody has the level of discretion and the level of responsibility to say, I should stay home if I'm sick. Because... You got people like Rudy Gobert, you know, and I, I don't want to like vilify him because he, he's a victim. He, he's he is a victim too, and he he's aware of his mistake. But at the same time, you've got people still going throughout their like daily routine when they're sick. You've got people still going to concerts, still traveling, 
And I've had conversations with my friends about this too. People are just being too selfish. You've got people traveling from from like France to like other places, even though there's all this like travel precautions or travel um, discretions not to. And you just got to wonder if people are still going to keep take that into account when they leave their door, you know? So you can be on either side of the scenario, whether it's like, oh, we should keep hosting events or we shouldn't keep hosting events. But when events such as like the NBA, where thousands of people can be affected, you can't help but agree with their decision to cancel or postpone the season because it can have implications, like we said, on so many different people. And in line of the theme of humanity, as discussed earlier, um, again, although we are um, a sports podcast, I wanted to use this platform to talk about um, the level of racism that, you know... Don't get me started on that. We are both Asian-Americans. Oh, Asian-Canadians. Asian-Americans. <laughs> Sorry, Asian-Canadians. Um, he's Filipino, Vietnamese, and Chinese. Um, what I've seen throughout the social media and the panic, and I understand that like anxiety and panic can cause people to stress and be more reactive, um, but I just feel like it isn't necessary to um, to antagonize the Asian community, especially since the virus itself does not discriminate. Yeah, like just because it started in Wuhan doesn't mean that all Chinese people have it, okay? (laughs) The virus is like pretty, it's almost worse right now in Italy and it it was really bad in Iran too. Mm -hmm. It's, It's a global thing, it's a pandemic. The reason why the World Health Organization call it a pandemic is because it's global. So, and I, I feel especially strongly about this too because I was on the bus today and there was like a couple like elderly folks on the bus and I was getting some looks and I left this morning with a mask just cause I was like, it's not gonna do anything, but I was like, I'm just gonna wear it just cause, cause like I had a cough. So I'm just gonna like keep myself composed and stuff like that, right? And I wasn't even wearing the mask when I was on the bus this afternoon, but he had one of these like older guys just looking at me and I'm like, why are you looking at me? Is it because I'm Asian? Another thing I've noticed um, as, a, as a fellow journalist uh, is how these media organizations have told the stories about um, the virus uh, with a big example is using pictures of Asians yes. to as the the thumbnails like the case, of these articles. The article would be about some some guy, like, that's not Asian. Right. But then they use the cover photo as, like, a guy, an Asian guy just on the street. And they're, like, people are, like, are did you wait for an Asian person to walk by to conveniently take a picture? No, like, I'll tell you what they did. They went to Chinatown, and then they just took a picture of the old guy that went out outside of the restaurant to smoke. That's what they did. Yeah. And it, it's just, it's disgusting, honestly. And like I said earlier, just on this topic of humanity, we're going to see uh, the state of humanity throughout these next few weeks or months and see, really see who we are and where our morals lie. And do we, are we able to show enough compassion and care for everyone? 
Exactly. And I think, like, the last time some sort of flu, like, broke out like this was swine flu, from what I can remember. Hmm. Swine flu. There was also um, Zika virus a couple years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, Ebola was a big one, but it it didn't get around as quickly as coronavirus has. Um, And then you could go as far back as the Spanish flu, like, 100 years ago. And again, I was having conversations with some of my friends the other day, and we we're talking about how like history always has a tendency to repeat itself. Like the Spanish flu was like a hundred years ago, whereas hundred years later, we're in twenty twenty, and everything's gone to shit almost. Like if you think about it, the year has been really bad. Like if you talk about like in the sports world, Kobe Bryant's death, and now coronavirus is literally shutting everything down. So. So let's go a little bit more into the NBA. Um, there is no timetable for when they will resume. Um, I believe they're going to reconvene in 30 days. Uh, There's going to be announcements. As, as of the time we're recording this, there was probably going to be an announcement out um, regarding how long they're going to keep the season postponed and what, how they're going to proceed. There are a lot of options, um, one being if they could continue the season to as late as August, if, of course, there is a level of containment with the coronavirus. Mm-hmm. And that's the big thing, if there's containment, because I've heard that the vaccine isn't going to come out for another 14 months or something like that. So it's really about containment at this point. Right. So, and then another thing that I was reading about was about how Although they could have survived um, playing games in the regular season without fans, one of the big, big things with, uh, in the revenue of NBA is playoff tickets, um, especially since a potential like Lakers in the playoffs uh, would have created so much revenue. And without that revenue, that's going to dramatically affect the salary cap for next season. And regardless, they're already going to lose money because um, I, I saw something on Instagram. They're, they might be out like a hundred million or something like that due to the coronavirus right now. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I need to cough. <coughs> I, if you were listening, and you can't see me obviously, but I I turned turned away and I went in my sleeve. So <laughs> Jeff can vouch for that. Good hygiene. But yeah, like the NBA is just going to lose money regardless. And I felt it was a good move to postpone this season because they they probably they're not going to make it up but reserving that playoff time and still having the chance to play the playoffs is probably the best move for them so what do you think if if there is a they were able to contain this virus and play is being able, is able to continue uh which option do you think they should go with whether it's they just start the playoffs with the standings that's going on right now or if they continue regular season play or if they should just cancel the season obviously depending on when they're able to contain the virus and um i don't know like who would be the champion that would be an interesting like there's so many different things to think about there's so many different possibilities they can go with again Um, this is uncharted territory yeah and even us we're just speculating at this point but I could see them just like playing a couple games and going to the playoffs because 
they do have enough games to where, like, remember the lockout shortened season in 2011? Right. They played, like, what, 50-something games? I think that p- player, uh, teams that um, are chasing for a playoff spot, like the Pelicans... Those, those teams will get hurt. They'll be hurt a lot. Like, the teams that are, like, fringe playoff contention they they probably if if that if they go with that scenario where they play like 10 more games and then it's the playoffs those teams are going to be hurt cuz their chances are obviously going to go down way I think more a team like portland are is definitely would definitely not be happy with that decision san antonio has been sliding but i could see them upset with that option as well well just the 6 to 10 is in the West is just very very competitive. Actually, if you even think about it, the teams that are already in the playoffs too would maybe be mad with that because a lot of teams are still jockeying for position. Right. The West is super close, like between like what three and eight, or I not thi- not eight, but like. I think that um, the Clippers w- are trying to not get that fourth spot. For example, I think they are trying to stay near second or two, third. three. Then you got in the East too, like the Pacers and the Sixers and the Heat are all relatively in the same place. Mm-hmm. Boston's slightly ahead of them, and the Raptors have gained like a little cushion as of late. I would love, like, I mean, <laughs> depending on if it actually happens, but I would love to see Boston slide down to the four, and then have not jump with Milwaukee in the second round, maybe. No, 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 no. So we would. Oh. oh, sorry. With Boston, yes, yes, because I, because w- then we would face Indiana in the second round, and then face the winner of a uh, Milwaukee Boston in the third round if we make it to the conference finals. And uh, another funny thing I saw anyway, and like you know how I was basically lecturing myself or making jokes out of this, but you can't help it because sometimes you just it's a defense mechanism almost to deal with um, some shocking things like this but one of the things i saw is that oh well cool if the nba season's canceled and the raptors are still defending champs uh, i mean you can look at the positive like that but i wonder how this season will be looked at throughout the discourse of nba history mm-hmm. like 50 100 years from now they'll look at this season as the one that got postponed or canceled depending on what happens due to the virus I don't think this has ever been this has ever happened. I don't think it's in, ever happened in sports history. Like honestly, we're not historians, we're not scientists. We're we're just like, you know, two guys that like basketball and just to August. What teams would benefit from that? Which teams would hurt be hurt from that? For example, teams might benefit because of players getting rest, um players coming back I was from injury. Of that actually like Play- players. Norman Powell just went down with a ankle sprain i think right after the like a scorching hot week averaging like 31 points and being named eastern conference player of the week then he gets injured Mm -hmm. and marcus saul has been banged up this whole season and he's been tired from fiba too so i was thinking in that sense it could be beneficial for teams that need rest however there it would also hurt teams who might be on a hot streak yes and that amount of time might cool them down and oh for sure make them lose their momentum there's a difference between practicing and then being in game rhythm. And I saw, I did see that Mark Cuban said the NBA has said the teams can still practice. Yeah. But obviously the teams that are being quarantined aren't going to be able to practice for at least 14 days. And then 
when teams, let's say the NBA does come back in two months, teams are, like, unquestionably, they're going to be rusty. Like, you can stay in game shape, but there's a difference between practicing and actually playing the game. So the teams that have been hot right now, like, um, the Raptors have been kind of coming back into the groove after losing a couple games. Like, yeah. I think they lost three straight, and now they, like, closed off their w- their road trip on a high note. And the thing is... <laughs> high note, get it? Yeah. <laughs> Jazz? <laughs> Unintended pun. Um, the thing is, you know, a lot of players are religious with their routine and yeah, schedule. Right. And I wonder how this might affect, like, you know, because people think of, like, okay, there's the regular season, there's playoffs, and then there's, like, this, it's the summertime where they work out and that type of stuff. I wonder how this might impact that. Um, I w- also... For another thing I was just thinking about are teams that, like, say, have this year as their, like, contender year the because Lakers. they have pending UFAs or yeah. that type of stuff. The Bucks also, it's a big year for them because if they don't make it to the finals... Then they have one more year of Giannis, too. People are saying Giannis will leave if they don't make it to the finals this year. Like, Stephen A. Smith has said that. Right. It's a big year for a lot of teams. The... the Kawhi and the Clippers, they've got, like, two more years after this. Mm-hmm. It's just a wasted... I understand, like, w- w- like look, we understand the, 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 the first priority is the safety of people. Not where we as a sports podcast are now just talking about the sports side now. Mm-hmm. We're just trying to think about the scenarios and the situations that the, the players might go through, the season, the fans, and that type of stuff. So we're just looking at different situations and how... They, they might go about it. And honestly, I've been looking into other sports and how they're being impacted too. Uh, a big sp- sport that I'm focused on right now is boxing because I'm writing a story on a local boxer here in Ottawa. And his fight is scheduled for sometime in May. Like I can't say that stuff on the air, but his fight's scheduled for May. And now it's in risk of getting like postponed. Mm-hmm. There was another fighter in the gym yesterday and... He got a call on his phone and then gave his phone to the manager. And then the manager said, well, your fights that was supposed to be scheduled for the day we're recording this is canceled. It was going to be in Quebec. And he was also scheduled to fight in Poland. And it's not going to happen anymore. And like I said at the top of the podcast, um, the Nevada Athletic Sport Commission has also decided to cancel fights. And from a sports perspective, you can understand because they're in close quarters. And... There is a ch- if someone's infected, there is a high chance of passing that on to the person you're in contact with. So I'm definitely um, anxious to see what happens from the Raptors' perspective because you see videos of, um, you know, OG, like we said earlier, sc- like scuffling with Gobert. There were also clips of Lowry um, dapping up and hugging Donovan Mitchell after the game that have sur- surfaced over social media. So... Definitely our thoughts and prayers are out, going out to everybody that's being affected, not just sports fans, there's not just even like athletes, because obviously it's something that's gripping the whole world right now. And with that in mind, is there anything else you want to add, Jeff? Oh, well, I hope this pandemic, this virus can be contained so that we can continue life and hopefully try to redeem 2020. 
Oh man, it's it's gonna take a lot to redeem 2020. I think it could start out with a Raptors title though. If if the Raptors win an- another title this year, maybe maybe things can come back up. But <laughs> as far as this year has gone, it's been one of the worst years. Like I I think we can speak for a lot of people. And you know, we're, you're you're like what 21, 22? Uh, tw- just turned 22. Just, yeah, just turned 22. I'm 21, so we don't really have a lot of you know experience life experience in terms of what the worst years were like i'm sure the boomers will say that oh well 1945 wasn't that great with world war ii well you know we're living in turbulent times right now regardless right so i think the important message is to always stay safe be aware be vigilant be a good human Mm -hmm. show compassion and empathy and practice um good hygiene Practice good hygiene and also practice good judgment. If you're sick, stay home, okay? People will understand in these in this day and age right now because it's critical that if you're not feeling well, just don't leave your house. Call in sick. Let them know that you're not feeling well. And if you do feel like you're, you may have coronavirus, then know the right channels to contact and then say, hey, I need to get tested. Because it's it's almost like another reason why we have this virus going on is because people are being stubborn. People aren't getting the testing when they should, and people are just being reckless. So definitely have to be careful. In terms of the future, the immediate future of this podcast, um, due to of course a lack of NBA games, there's going to be no content. We're going to be discussing whether um, we might potentially have themed podcasts where we talk about like historical things in the NBA, or if we just wait until we get the latest developments in the NBA, we'll be discussing that. But we are dedicated to this podcast still. Mm-hmm. And just conversation we can have later on, but I think it would be really interesting to do like a decade recap of mm-hmm. of the NBA decade. So we'll definitely think of creative ways to um, cook up some content in the couple next couple of weeks. But Especially since, you know, people could use distractions. I think that even though we might not have the biggest audience, I think that we could maybe have... Our goal is to maybe, maybe have a bit of a distraction to the reality of the world. Like, essentially, we want people to be informed, but we also don't want the whole world to be, like, sad and worried and anxious and not not like the whole world listens to our podcast but if if we could like you know brighten your day up a little bit do our part, amidst yeah. this dark time then that's like all we would want from this podcast so with that in mind we'll be ending this episode for today i want to thank people again for listening to this podcast you can tune in on spotify apple music or not apple music apple podcasts and Make sure you stay updated on both of our Instagrams, jpeg.john and Jeff Traminator, for more updates on the podcast. Our IG's kind of dead because, like, it's kind of hard to manage that and, like, five other accounts I manage. So maybe we'll find someone to manage our social media, but, I mean, we, do, we don't even have that many followers on there anyway. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like it's not really reaching anybody. And anyone that it does reach, it reaches, like, you know, They've already seen it on our stories, so it's whatever, but... Gotta keep shooting. We'll keep shooting. We'll keep figuring it out, and yeah, make sure you guys wash your hands, like we said, 
practice good hygiene and stay safe. Thanks again for listening to the NBA's Most Valuable Podcast. Much love, and we'll hope to hear from you guys soon. Yeah, talk to you soon.